Randy Powell, 23 days clean and sober. Um, I haven't done a podcast for a few days. Said I was going to do one every day. Promises to self, they're important. Anyways, I ain't going to beat myself up over it. You know, I was kind of struggling with, um, I don't know, uh, switched to vaping yesterday. I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm on my way to quitting smoking. <laughs> my last, my last, uh, my last vice, I guess. Um, I'm clean and sober from everything else right now, so that's good. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just yesterday, or just for the last week, really, I just been, I, you know, I finished my step three, and then I just been, uh, you know, twelve steps AA, right? And uh, I finished my step three and. Struggling to, you know, get the balls to do my step four, which is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself, um, you know, and to look at uh, all the childhood stuff, you know, all the years of incarceration, all my resentments, all my fears, all my conduct, um, I don't know. It's not like, I don't know, it's, I think a lot of the stuff, I think the the fear I build up over it is all just really, um, I can't even, I don't even know if it's real fear. It's just like, it's just, you know, people don't want to look at that shit. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to look at it like, cause it's ugly. And you know, like wants to know that, you know, you're born and you weren't wanted you know, really by your own mother. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to know that? You know what I mean? Or think about it or bring it up again. But, like, thank God. Like, I don't know. Some people in the program, um, they think, like, you know, they think, oh, like, because I've heard people say, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm six years clean and sober. Or, or at six years or at five years clean and sober, I did a second set of steps. You know, I did another four and five or whatever. Like, or hear people say, I think I need to do another four and five. And that's fine for them. But uh, for me, no, I'm fucking doing one, four, and five. And then I'm going to take the Hillbury Scribbler that uh, that I wrote it all down in. And I'm going to set on fire. And I'm never fucking looking back again. Because, like, you know, 50% of all of that shit can just immediately be thrown in the garbage. And I don't have to fucking think about it or, you know, feel guilty about it or feel sad about it or feel any kind of emotion about it ever again because I was a little kid. What the fuck are you supposed to do when your dad dies when you're nine or that your mom fucking abandons you basically at birth? Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do about that? You know, like, you know, when you're, or that you were stealing when you were a kid to get your own food. Like, like I'm supposed to feel bad about that? Fuck, I don't think so. You know, so, uh, so I'm moving on. Like, I'm fucking, I'm doing a one step four and five and then, you know, and then I'll do my six, you know, um, uh, five admitted to God to ourselves, and then five admitted to God to ourselves, not a human being. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made direct, made eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. So, you know, I'm doing one set of, I'm doing one, one I'm doing my, I'm doing my four. I'm going to unload in my five, and then uh, step eight is going to be, fucking step eight is going to be making my list, and my list is going to be fucking short. It's going to be my my current girlfriend, 
my uh, my mother, God rest her soul, and uh, and my sisters and my nieces and my nephews, and I gotta apologize to all of them for you know not being around for 20 years and basically miss my my niece's whole life, my niece. And, uh, but anyways, you know, she's got a baby now and I got another chance to be, but this time I could be a great, great uncle. <laughs> she's my great niece, but now, now I got a, now I'm a great, great uncle. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. My 26 year old niece's newborn baby. Yeah. Pretty amazing. So cute too. I can't wait to see him. I haven't seen him yet. We got to get back home to Winnipeg where I was born, see all my family, but, uh, but anyways, yeah, so I'm just I'm doing one, four, and five, and that'll be it for me. And I'm moving on. And, uh, yeah, got a bright future. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, I've been talking to God lately. I don't know why. I don't know why. I was thinking about something, too, the other day. I was thinking about how funny it is that, you know, you know, as soon as somebody, nowadays, it's, like, so funny, because as soon as somebody mentions God, it's, like, all of a sudden they got a fucking mental health issue and they need medication or something. Like, you know, fuck off. You know what I mean? I got a God in my life. I don't have to fucking... I'm not worried about telling anybody about it, you know? Like, yeah, there's God, you know? He's, and, yeah, he's fucking... Except my God, my God now, he's quite a bit different from the God that I was... Um, quite a bit different from the God that I was um, raised to believe in, you know? Like a punishing God, you know? Um, you know, my mother used to say to me, you know, um, things like, if you're not back in 10 minutes... God, God help you, right, like, like, oh, God, you know, God's, God's gonna get me if I do this wrong or do that wrong or whatever, but, yeah, it's not the kind of God I got now, it's, um, you know, I got a caring, loving God, forgiving God, and so, uh, yeah, so, happy with that, I'm happy with my concept of a higher power, but, uh, looking forward, looking forward to getting through these steps and, Getting some of the promises that, uh, that I'm told uh, come with putting in the work. And, uh, yeah, but I've been having a few good days. I've been having a fucking few great days, actually, because I have somebody back in my life that's really super important to me that I believe God gave me and uh, placed in my path. And, uh, but I kept running away from that person because, you know, Randy, you know, still operating on some old beliefs and uh some of those beliefs were uh you know they're they're either outdated or they were downright lies to begin with so um you know belief changes you know so important changing the changing core beliefs you know so that i can uh you know because i don't know it starts with a belief i used to think it started with a thought like you know your beliefs, it's deeper than a belief. It's deeper than a thought. It's it goes right down to your beliefs, your core beliefs. Like you know, you gotta watch out for watch out for your beliefs because your beliefs are your thoughts, and your thoughts are your words, and your words are your actions, and your actions are your habits, and your habits are your character, and your character becomes your destiny. So, and again, that's that's. Speaking about destiny, I used to think when I was a kid too, like growing up in the welfare towns and stuff, I used to think, fuck, you know, like, what am I destined for? I'd like, how is my life going to be? I always, sometimes, sometimes I was, you know, an eternal optimist and always thought, yeah, but then other times I thought, fuck, I was like, you know, like just 
who cares about what I thought? It's just people think in general, like, you know, they're either destined for, like, oh, I'm destined for greatness, or, oh, I'm destined to be a loser because I come from a shitty family, or I'm, you know, I know lots of rich kids that came from great families that fucking turned into hardcore drug addicts, and fucking some of them are dead, and <clears throat> some of them are in prison, and some are in recovery. Like, like I don't know, but this like, the whole point is, is that, like, it doesn't matter, you know, how much money your family had or how, you know how you know what kind of parents you had or this that and the next thing well what kind of parents you have actually makes a difference like if you have parents actually spend time with you and uh and everything like that and teach you you know the right and wrongs and everything like that i mean um that's a good thing but i know people that come from families that have a lot of money and their parents were just never home because they were out too they're you know they're out and uh just way too busy making that money to raise their kids properly and spend time with them and teach them what they needed to know and still good morals and values them and stuff like that. But anyways, I was lucky that my father was around until I was nine because they say that all your values and your morals and the things that are important and the things that you're going to carry with you um, for the rest of your life, they say those things are all instilled by the age of seven. So my dad say, my dad was around until I was nine and he, he instilled good morals and values in me. And, uh, you know, and I have a good, strong moral... Uh, moral and ethical code, but I, uh, I don't know, I, you know, I, I broke all, I broke a lot, I broke a lot, I broke a lot of those things too, but that was just because, you know, I was a hurt little kid, I started drinking and drugging, and I was like, fuck it, don't tell me what to do, I need my dope to feel better, once I knew what dope and drug, once I knew what booze and drugs could do for me, fuck, there was no, there was no help in me, you know, there was no help in me, and here I am at 48 years old, finally reached the point where, you know, um, I have to help myself. I have to learn how to love myself. And, uh, but it's going to take a lot of working with others, you know, because I finally admit, you know, I have the disease of addiction and, uh, alcoholism, drug addiction. I have a disease of addiction and I, uh, I'm not fucking getting out of this by myself because I've tried over and over and over and over to get, to get out of this by myself. Uh, it never works. It never worked. I always, you know, and that's why I think I'm so open on life, you know, just admitting that, you know, I have a fucking disease and, you know, it can be arrested, but, uh, and once it is, it, you know, you need to do the proper maintenance to keep it in check. And, uh, you know, I don't care. Like, I used to just hate, you know, when I used to go to meetings and I was in recovery and stuff. And I used to think to myself, fuck, I gotta go to meetings for the rest of my life? Like, fuck off. Like, you know, are people saying 90 meetings in 90 days? I'm like, that's 90 fucking hours in, in like three months. Like, I don't want to spend that kind of time, you know? <laughs> but think about the craziness of that. I spent 20 years buying bars, right? I would have rather fucking did a, an hour meeting once a day, like in a whole 24-hour period, so I could, you know, stay clean and sober and live my life and be happy and fucking have a job and have love in my life and... <laughs> be able to give and share love and like and just go on a holiday and fucking do all these things and everything but you know because I was unwilling you know uh to spend an hour a day on my recovery right uh I lost 20 fucking years doesn't really make much sense right but neither does neither does addiction <laughs> neither does the way addicts think you know like the way we think just doesn't make much sense right um Restore me to sanity, yeah, yeah.
yeah, that's, that's what they say, eh? like, yeah, um, anyways, I don't know, I don't really know what I'm saying in this podcast, I'm just, you know, I'm saying everything, I'm saying nothing, I'm saying it's fucking beautiful, though. they got these, like, 100-foot pine trees right in front of me, and they're, like, awesome, and I'm saying I'm back with my girl, I'm crazy happy about that, even though she can't fix me, she can't help me stay clean and sober, you know, I used, you know, being in a relationship with a woman, always thinking that, you know, my girlfriend's going to save me or fucking whatever. I never had many girlfriends, though. My girlfriends were always my mummy. You know what I mean? Just pick me up after, you know, I fall into a lip skid and then brush me off and get get me ready for my next fucking bender. <laughs> you know? So, uh, that's not to say that we didn't have a lot of fun and do things and all this stuff. But anyways, it's just like, I don't know. It's time to be in a real, real relationship where, you know, codependent no more <laughs> right. have my own fucking life and she's got her own life and we ebb and flow and uh when we spend quality time together it's uh because we both kind of we've both chosen to choose that time to be together and to go and have fun and uh and not talk about recovery because my girlfriend is not my fucking sponsor she's not my fucking counselor she's not my nothing she's the person I love and she's the one that I want to spend my time with and have fun with <laughs> be a little kid with sometimes <laughs> yeah so yeah I got to see her yesterday it was really awesome but uh, yeah today I'm working on my step four and uh, tomorrow and hope to have it written out and done because I'm not fucking around you know I'm just gonna write it out and you know I really I don't know I was making too much of it Gotta write it out and, uh, you know, and then I'll dump it on somebody in my five, some willing participant. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't really have much more to say today, but anyways, uh, sorry I haven't been around for four days. Uh, I don't know who I'm apologizing to, no one's really listening to this yet, but someday some fucking addict might get a hold of my podcast and be like, all right, at least this guy told it the way it was. So, anyways. Uh, wish everybody another 24. This has been Randy's Run Recovery Unfiltered.